But like I said, nothing beats the uh, Nike Yeezys. Nothing at all from Adidas will beat the Nike Yeezys. Well, the twos. The twos are fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Nah, nah bro. I disagree. I'm definitely going to have to say the... Uh... The, uh, the Yeezy 500s, the uh, the Wave Runners that he put out, and the boot. That boot I, is crazy. But niggas is the still trying to... is crazy. But niggas still trying to catch up to the uh, the Red Octobers. Nothing he can ever put out will have the, the like, gusto, like, damn, nigga got a pair of Red Octobers. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say, like, you know, like, every, every influencer, every rapper, every nigga who... Got a bag, got some Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? They probably pushing them bitches because that's that's what niggas is wearing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, all around, like all around, like all of his collections and his footwear, that shit surpassed Nike. It, it, Nike didn't want to give home to the creative freedom that he deserved, but that's another conversation. Welcome back, niggas. Welcome back to episode six of the We'll Name This Podcast Later. I am one of the three hosts. My name is DJ. Yo, I'm Dexter Nicholas. It's Petey. Y'all, we are here for another fun-packed episode. Really appreciate the love and feedback we got from the video clips, the uh, the latest episode, all of that. If you haven't, guys, share last episode, share this episode, continue to give us the feedback, and continue to grow with us, guys. So this week, we got some big, 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 big fucking topics to talk about. And we're going to start this shit off, guys, with uh, Pill. Pill is back. He's back <laughs> in the streets. And there's been a lot of mixed reactions to uh, Bill's release from prison. And more importantly, guys, I want to start this conversation off with how do you personally feel? And then we'll get into the um, the, the the widespread reactions to Bill's release. So, Dexter, how did you feel when you saw the news of Bill Cosby being released? Well, I, I've said for years, actually, that... He shouldn't be in prison, but not because of that he's not guilty. I always said that he made a deal with the DA and that he confessed to some shit under that deal. And so it wasn't the new DA's place to go back and like just retroactively say that that didn't matter. Right. Right. If you make some confession under oath, under understanding of a a deal or, you know, a, a gentleman's agreement, then you shouldn't be able to be tried for the things that you were that you confess to under the guise of immunity. With that said, he admitted to doing some shit, you know, he didn't, he didn't explicitly admit to pilling these women, but it went to trial and the jury found him guilty because uh, he, he did that shit. shit, Right. He he did that. And so from that perspective, like, yeah, he should be in prison, but um, it really is just that for the first time that I can remember in my lifetime, the justice system actually fucked up, and failed at putting a nigga in prison. Yeah, like that's the first time I've ever seen that. So that's my line niggas. on it. Designed to put mad niggas in there. But yeah. Christian, <laughs> what were your thoughts when you seen Pill was um, Bill was out? These bitches gonna be mad. These <laughs> women are gonna be mad. I mean, mm. I don't know. You know, we were talking the other night about you know, is a sense of contempt amongst your friends who agree with the fact that he should be free, and some people who feel like he should be in prison still. But I mean. Who am I to judge within this Me Too movement? I don't know what's going on. I don't, you know, sexual misconduct, things of that nature. Should he be in prison? Probably so. Should his should his old cheeks be getting abused while in prison? Probably not. He needs to be nah. in 
He used to be in PC. You <laughs> Yo, know what I'm y'all saying? Se- y'all seen that nigga uh, VT had a headline. I don't know if it was real or not, but I shared it to the group. They said that nah. nigga got slapped in the face with, with a chicken, chicken patty. For <laughs> <laughs> telling a joke in prison. Like, can you imagine the type of joke this nigga had to say to get slapped with a piece of food? Like, But also, yeah. like... And then that's the only food they get in there. For like, The only you, decent food, yeah. For real, you I slapped mean, a nigga with a fucking Popeye sandwich. Also, <laughs> I mean, but there are people who were telling us... Um, Bill Cosby was a trash human being for a very long time. Uh, Eddie Murphy was saying that Richard Pryor hated him with a passion and he hated Richard Pryor, you know? And so, yeah, there have been plenty of people um, going back and forth. Dave Chappelle also was one of the people who said that he was kind of a trash person. Um, But I mean, when you think about the way that he talked about black Black people people. and blackness in general, Mm -hmm. like that was what was so poetic poetically justicious about it. I think I just made a word up. Shout out. I'm, I'm definitely um, copywriting that if it comes out to be room. Um, the thing that was so great about it was that he said all of this shit about the youth of youth and blackness only to be one of the niggas to end up in prison. You know, it, it, like, it was just so poetic. Respectability. And you, and, yeah, and you, and you love to see it. Can you, you know? can, can you imagine like, like your parents telling you know what? Do not, do not do that. Do not touch girls like that. Do not smoke weed. You go to bed. Come on, honey. I'm going to suck your dick and you're going to... Uh, yeah, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, home, like what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, it's, yeah. like, he, like, he's like the parents where he says, you know, do what I say, don't do what I do. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, like, and the thing, him. And the thing that I do was like 10 times worse than yeah. anything that I ever told you. Not to, yeah, yeah, niggas yeah. don't need to be around here sagging. Bro, you bro. raped 58 women. Like, <laughs> No, bro. You yeah. drugged her and, and you he raped her lifeless maybe body. he gets excited yeah. from sagging. Yeah. Yeah. Victim. And I... It's crazy. Like, all the folks defending him. I think... A, a giant chunk of them don't a, a giant chunk of black folks just feel like the justice system is wrong period and i understand that right like i'm like yeah. any if any famous black man goes to jail you know it was the white man out to get you because a lot of times when black men go to jail it was a white man out to get them whether it be muhammad ali whether it be wesley mm-hmm. snipes uh, granted wesley snipes didn't pay his back taxes but yeah, it's whatever taxes. It's, it's, it's taxes who the fuck understands taxes yeah, nigga? It's, it's, it's like it's literally a game of monopoly exactly it, it's taxes whatever but like there are some warranted folks who go to prison sometimes it's not a systemic issue this one happened to be actually right? right. This one happened to be because of the way that he ended up in prison. But even with that, it wasn't like he went to prison for something that he didn't do. Right. Like my nigga was guilty. And so, yeah, the system came after a black man, but like this one, he kind of, he kind of deserved it, but it goes right. back to that conversation we had last week. Just because somebody deserves something doesn't mean you should do it because look what happens now. He now, now he's going to be free to live the rest of his life to do whatever. And you can't even retry him on the shit that you found him guilty of. Correct. So now, now look at this egg on a face definition of American greed. Let's get these civil uh, trials out of the way versus going the criminal route. Mm-hmm. But this was, this was where a lot of my, my frustration came about. Right. No one talked about the deposition. Like I saw a lot of mm-hmm. black folks. Cause that's all who I really fuck with on the internet, man. I'm not, I don't have a lot of white friends who are tapped into the black community. Mm-hmm. So, and plus I don't want to hear your opinions if you're outside of the community. Facts. And then, but yeah. the shit that bothered me the most was niggas kept saying, feel free. These old hoes was lying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bullshit. Niggas was lying. <laughs> so they had to set mm-hmm. my nigga free. First off, if you read the deposition, Bill talked in detail about what he did. Mm-hmm. My nigga, it's the 70s and 80s when this shit happened. I've been watching this show. Y'all seen the show called Black Monday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. Black Monday. My boy was telling me about it last night. It plays about the Wall Street shit with black guys. It's, it's a funny fucking show, right? Mm. Watching shows like that, any show that references the 80s, any show that references the 70s, niggas was doing coke and pills. Niggas yeah. was doing mad drugs. So you mean to tell me, Bill, in his deposition said, during these times, I would only provide them with the quaaludes. I didn't take quaaludes because I didn't like the way they made me feel. So you are 100% sober and you know how quaaludes make you feel. You don't take the drugs to be high with them and fuck. You mm. are just watching them take the drugs and then doing that well, shit. Well, you know, I, I have to push back on that because when we were talking about that shit before, I kind of agree with you. But now that I think about it, that's just a good host. <laughs> just a good host. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you know what? We were talking about the whole thing with Michael Jackson with him, like, uh, you know, you know, possibly a sexual assault in these children. Can you imagine as a child going to an amusement park, meeting Michael Jackson as he moonwalks across the living room floor into the bedroom where he's asking you to go with a with with, with a bedside full of pills and candy? You get you get you get to see animals, you get popcorn. Macaulay Culkin is coming here to act out the movie Home Alone. <laughs> That's a good fucking host. Yes, suck my dick at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like man, you're talking about. Man, if people don't get the fuck out, bro. But this is my only thing, right? It, let's say he was an accommodating host, right? That would be the equivalent of you going to a party, right? And in 2021, everybody smokes weed. Everybody yeah. smokes weed. Everybody's taking edibles and shit like that. Yeah. That's like normal, right? Good host has a smorgasbord of weed and edibles and shit like that. And they're watching everybody else get high. But they're not smoking. And they're not smoking. I've, I've seen that happen. They've provided this I've, shit. I've seen that happen. There's nothing wrong with it. And they, they just fuck the, the high people while they're sober. My nigga, you didn't get... My thing is he didn't get consent. He didn't get consent from these particular Okay, women, hold though. on. Hold on. That's questionable. What is consent? See, I'm, I'm going to come off as an asshole. Have you ever had consent without a woman actually telling you I'm ready to fuck you? Hell yes, yes. nigga. I am an oblivious dude. That's what I'm saying. So so <laughs> like, my, so the point is we can't we can't throw speculation on circumstances to where, okay, yes, he provides he provides the the vibes. And then also from that, maybe he maybe he did get consent. But how how for one, how much consent can you give off of a quaalude? We all remember that scene from Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah, that homie shit thought was he terrible. was sober and he was like, fuck yeah. half his face was melted <laughs> off. And yeah. he said, What the fuck did you say? Yeah. <laughs> I can crawl. Yeah. <laughs> I can crawl. <laughs> just, one of my favorite movies. I, I think that, you know, Powerful men back then, we see it with the Me Too movement. Powerful men back then had some pull that they can never get away with now. And mm. even, even you know, Harvey Weinstein. I watched Jennifer Lewis, you know, on, um, what was it? The Breakfast Club. She was, they asked her because her and Cosby come around the same, around the same time. She's a, she's a little bit younger than him, but, you know, TV in the 90s and all of that. And Charlamagne straight up asked her, do you think Bill Cosby did it? And she went on this story about how she went on an audition and it was 91 or 92. Mm-hmm. And she I talked about how story. she was talking. She was talking to this little white redheaded girl. She don't even remember the lady's name and was like, oh, I'm going. I'm going to Bill Cosby tomorrow. I'm going to do the Bill Cosby show. You know how Jennifer Lewis. I'm going to do the Bill Cosby show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, she said her face, she, all the, the color drained from her face. She looked like a ghost. And Jennifer was like, what's wrong, baby? She was like, he, he raped me. She's like, that was in 94. That was in 92 or 94, whenever it was. And 
we have been people in Hollywood, just mm. like with Harvey Weinstein, you have been hearing stories about that shit for years and years and years before. And you can say whatever you want. That yeah. shit is going to catch up with you at some point. Like mm-hmm. at some point, you're going to get the the identity of a hey, don't be alone with that nigga in a room. Well, you're right. But do, do you do you guys feel like they're something like Dave Chappelle in this moment? Is there any responsibility on the this grown ass woman? Why are you going to a table read at 2 a.m. in the morning? I mean, I, I would figure that could be something that's considered normal in the world of entertainment. Like, we've always worked in the professional space yeah. in which that's not something that we would consider normal. I mean, you got to think of it from a musician standpoint, right? Bill Cosby is the equivalent of his time of Kanye West, you know, without being liked by white people. Well, actually, being loved by, being white, loved people, by white people. Being loved by white people. Like, if Kanye called me in 2008 and was like, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm at the studio right now, I need you here in 10 minutes to get your nah, shit. Nah, but and bro... I, that's music, bro. Music, and, but if you want to, there's no difference between wanting to be an actress and wanting to be a musician. And entertainment, right. yeah. Entertainment, I think in entertainment, that space, that space holds true. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfuckers might get, you know, they do drugs and shit in that industry, bro. They high as a kite at three yeah. o'clock in the morning. I am writing the greatest script of my life. Yeah. They just gonna pull up and do it. And I, I always watch videos of like oh, niggas, yeah. in, niggas in the studio with a whole bunch of people and liquor and all that. Like, that shit looks miserable like who wants to do but that's because i own my environment right like mm-hmm. i own my music equipment i can record everything in my spot but people view that shit people view that shit as a like a party like we go into the studio to get drunk we go into the studio to you know where the bitch the bitch is gonna be there like we're gonna be recording like that is shit it, is it like helping them to get to get to that place some, some people because okay. you have people like Nicki minaj who show up to the to the studio at like 11 a.m right and like trying to be out of there by six o'clock so she can go to sleep like there's different levels to it yeah but and you, it, the ones that are going to give you a shot like if somebody's like you know tyler the creator's in the studio at Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're going. It's Tyler call me tomorrow. I'm I, I'm going. Like no, I mean ain't no- you're right. So I guess I guess in that instance, I understand what you guys are saying. You go for the opportunity. It's mm-hmm. it's a part of that actual environment. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying when you I'm saying when you get there, you walk through the door. Mm-hmm. It's dim lit. I mean, he no wait, wait a minute. Go ahead, go ahead, set the scene. Set the scene. I'm just I'm saying. At what point do you realize maybe getting pissed on is not <laughs> beneficial? For my career. Well, I think that, well, Harvey Weinstein used power, right? Harvey Weinstein. I met Harvey Weinstein, right? I met Harvey. Me and Harvey Weinstein had a falling out at camp in 2017. And... Well, you just can't just casually drop that. You can't that just say he was Harvey background. Weinstein. Yeah, what <laughs> the, the fuck, fuck happened? <laughs> he came. He came, basically he came up for Parents Day and asked me. His daughter went to uh, went to camp where I worked, and he came up for Parents Day and asked me to like. We were sitting next to each other eating, and he was like, "Hey, throw this away." Like, I'm not your maid. Like, you throw it away. I'm, I don't. I don't do that. Mm. It's like, but you work here, right? I was like, yes, but I don't throw away your garbage. Like, get up and throw away your garbage. Ain't no, like, ain't no. I didn't know who he was, right? Like, I had no idea who that was, but yeah, but but well, I didn't know who he was until right. that shit came out, and I was like, I know that man from somewhere. Where mm. I know that man from? And then I started to like piece all of that shit together. But Harvey Weinstein used straight up power. He was the most powerful man in Hollywood. Bill Cosby used pills. That that that's what the the difference was. And then, power. And it also right. and also in that situation, right? The Cosby that these women knew were the Cosby's from like TV and shit. Like to in order to do what he did for as long as he did, you couldn't get a reputation of mm-hmm. it, right? 
So if he invites you over, you just thinking of Cliff Huxtable. You're going to Cliff Huxtable's house. Mm-hmm. You're not really thinking of, I'm going to build the pill, man. Like nobody's, <laughs> nobody's really thinking of that shit, man. But I want to kind of pivot and stay stay on it, but kind of pivot. And let's talk about like the direction that niggas was going in when they heard about it, right? Yeah. So when, and this is a conversation that sparks from that combo we had at dinner last night when we was talking about when you're friends with certain people, as you get older, you see your perception changes, but their perceptions of things kind of just stays the same. It might be from a lack of life experiences. It might just be from a lack of them trying to get to know folks and seeing what's right, what's wrong versus, you know, shit we thought of when we was kids. But it made me think, can y'all still be friends with niggas like who thinks that shit is like right or cool or anything like that? Because the way that I felt about it, when I read the story and read the reasoning for him to get out, it wasn't no... Oh, he didn't do it. Nah, this nigga did it, but it was because of a civil shit. It still fuck him to me because, nigga, if you get out of jail on a technicality for a drug charge, I don't give a fuck. It's I think, mine. I think that shit is all circumstantial because you having a, an opinion about someone who went to prison for sexual misconduct is very far removed from your own personal life. So I'm not, you know, I don't know too many niggas who got, got like, you know, like rape charge, you know what I mean? I don't know any right, niggas who got rape right. charges, so it's not something I got to be like. But, well, but that's the, that's what I'm saying though. Like, I don't know nobody who's involved with like rape or sexual assault or nobody, no shit like that. I worked with a nigga who went to jail for that shit. I think it was like voyeurism or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that nigga, I, so I had no personal ties. What was sickening to me was okay. like motherfuckers was like taking deep dives, like yeah, that nigga Cosby free. I'm like, he didn't beat a drug charge. He wasn't like a little guy that did some financial crime to, you know, somebody sticking it to the system. This nigga raped somebody and niggas is okay with that. Somebody's. Somebody's. He raped multiple. multiple people and people just ignore that shit talking about, oh, he was trying to buy NBC. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. Do he was not trying to buy NBC, you dumb shit. Do y'all remember the Brett Kavanaugh situation? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember when the woman testified and there was there was such a sense of contempt in with men mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. women around? I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. So like, I get what you're saying. There are certain things that I just can't fuck with niggas about. So right. you know, if if you don't if you don't take care of your kids, I don't fuck with you. Right. Um, if you you put hands on women, I don't fuck with you. Your past or I, I fell out with niggas that I knew because every time them niggas going to jail, they going to jail for a domestic. I'm like, bro, you ain't never ever put your hands on, on a man ever before in your life. You, you ain't never did nothing to no nigga on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So certain things like that, I can see. But I mean, niggas talking like that—that's it's far removed because it's, it's Cosby. To them, it's like, oh, it's a, you know, it's Huxtable. He was mm-hmm. he was uh, he was a figure in their life. So yeah. I guess I guess now they're just speaking from that. People can't separate Bill Cosby from Heathcliff Huxtable. I think that's that's what it is. He is not. Heathcliff Huxtable. He never was. He he. It's fiction. Yeah, it's fiction. He was always just kind of a dick, honestly. To, yeah, all the time to to black people. But I also think it's like uh, niggas specifically, black dudes hate anything, anything that places women as like a victim of some shit. They hate it. You know, mm-hmm. they can't handle seeing women women win. Remember, Nick Black folks used to always talk about how. Serena Williams was built like a man when she was winning all them championships. Please. Right. Mm-hmm. First of all, Serena Williams has been the, one of the finest women walking the planet since 1998. Like that, that is not up for debate. I mean, neck down. Yes. Oh, don't do that. She's still beautiful. in like, a. no, I'm not, I'm not saying she's, she's not still, beautiful. I'm just saying like, she seems her face makes her gettable. Okay. 
I ain't gonna say she's like she beautiful. Like she, you ain't gonna walk by and like get the stumbling over shit when you see her face. Now we see that ass, you're gonna be like, oh, no, wow. no, no. But I'm saying when you pair that ass to the face, you're like, mm, maybe she like she like girl next door gettable. Yeah, I, but like I'm not going out my way to. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know like what I'm saying? if she was your neighbor though, you'd be like, huh? My neighbor's kind of hot. You would say that as a married man. I would, nigga. If I was not married, <laughs> I would say that. But me being married, if I saw her and she was my neighbor, I'd be like, "Huh? Look at that grass. She's gettable. <laughs> She's gettable. She seems." I gettable. mean, but but there are plenty of there are plenty of things that that you can talk about in that way. You know, where where anytime a woman and it's really a, a misogyny thing, right? It is. It, it's really misogyny. Anything, anytime, like watching. Um, Scrubs did a great episode about how hospitals used to act in the 70s where you could like grab ass and they made the characters go to uh, this this sexual whatever training. Mm-hmm. And like one of the dudes who had worked there since like the 60s was like, I just don't understand. So we can't say your over the shoulder boulder holders look great today. Like, I, and I was just like, <laughs> like, you no, like, I feel you. and so I feel you. there's this. And, and so black men specifically, like, I, I think we view every perceived injustice in the in the justice system as an affront on us you know and and it's true once i mean you've been fucked over so many times as a system it's hard to really trust the system when it's right i get that shit that's now don't get me wrong bro like i get the the misjustice like the, the fucked up situations in the justice system i completely understand that but the part about me that kills me is the fact that Niggas was bypassing the fact that the DA fucked up. And they immediately went to the women. the women. These bitches Mm -hmm. did this. These hoes did that. Like, every other post was these bitches, these hoes, these bitches, these Mm -hmm. hoes. Well, niggas don't read. Mm -mm. That's that's what the fuck I'm saying. Mm -mm. I got into an argument with a nigga that's, like, cool with one of my homies. And I told that nigga, like, bro, like, did you read his deposition? You trying to say home and not guilty and fuck these old hoes, but did you read the deposition? I ain't finna read that, man. All I know is Bill Free, fuck them hoes, they was lying. Dog, that's not what the deposition says at all. Nigga, you gotta read. Mm-hmm. I ain't reading that. All I know is my nigga Cosby free. Yo, we like, we as a people okay. don't don't speak the details. We don't do at all. Due, due diligence to figure out what's going on. Especially, especially when it comes to us in, in the in the, the justice system. Right. We just wanna be free. We niggas, want the niggas to be free. And niggas be looking for anything to jump on to. I love niggas. I wanna say that. But sometimes niggas we gotta read. Take Pause. the uh, the Shakari is Shakari, how do you pronounce her name? Situation. We don't get into that in a little bit later but Airbnb. take her you know when she was smoking weed right and she yeah. got that 30 day ban everybody was like oh the olympics is discriminating against her Bruh. michael phelps got the phillips or whatever the fuck the fish nigga name is got suspended <laughs> for 90 days for a picture of him with weed <laughs> dog what you thought the fuck was gonna happen she's a kid i understand she shouldn't have been in that situation she, just happened, she, she just happened to do it closer to the olympics right but i mean but like let's let's be honest everybody smokes weed in most states is legal I mean, but it's not it's not managed by the states. It's the world, the it's world the Olympic, drugs, it's the Olympic the world, drugs, yeah. the world view. And so, like, yeah, you're right. And like, if you find with a if you find with a blunt in South Korea, like, nigga, you you going to jail? No, like, but I mean, <laughs> no, but like, she just lost her mom. She's she, she, she's she's on the main stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, let I me mean, let Shorty get let let her roll that wood and do what the fuck she needs to do. There's always extenuating circumstances when people mm-hmm. fuck up. There's always, and so. Uh, but we gonna get on that in a second, right? right? I think with the Bill Cosby thing, black folks like, look, Bill Cosby did that shit. 
he deserved it. And even if half the women, the women you talking about was lying, he would have still raped 24 people. So let's not even begin to have that conversation. Like my nigga, and, and there's no reason. And I think this is where people who don't understand the justice system annoy me. The only way that you get put in jail for some shit, right? And that a witness is believable is motive, right? You can have all the evidence in the world against somebody, but until you can provide a motive, you cannot place them in the, well, he had 16 guns in his car. The dude was shot 45 times and he was in the area. Okay. What's his motive for doing it? He's just running around shooting niggas. Like you got to be able to prove that. What is the motive Mm-hmm. For 58 women lying on Bill Cosby. Yeah. What do they gain and by lying on Bill Cosby? I don't give a fuck if it was 57 lying and one telling the truth. Yeah. There is no acceptable situation where a little bit of rape is okay. No, <laughs> it's not, nigga. It well, is not. You know what's interesting? I don't know if you guys watched this show on uh, Apple TV. It's called uh, The uh, the Morning Show. And it was with Steve Carell. And um, what's Brad Pitt's first wife? What the fuck's her name? Angelina Jolie? No, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Who the fuck cares? Because Angelina. Anyway, but um, <laughs> but she's on the show, and it was basically about you know the one of the lead the lead anchors on the show basically um, was found out to have uh, sexual misconduct with most people he worked with at that that mm-hmm. current newsroom, and I guess today watching men navigate that that whole circumstance of you know. What were my actions in the past? Mm-hmm. Did I did mm-hmm. I overstep? Self-reflection. He was talking to another guy and he was like, Well, let's be honest, you know, you're a monster. He said, Really? And he said, Well, I'm not like you. So like there's 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 a lot we can learn when talking yep. about this Bill Cosby situation. Not so much about him. I think it's more so about it's about his actions and and what plagues this society, which is which is misogyny. Mm-hmm. We don't understand what power we have as males and we have to relinquish it. Yeah. So to all the women who have and the women listeners, whoever's watching, like if you are in a position to where you feel threatened or it's, it's something that is unsavory, get out, tell yeah. whoever you need to, we got to make it a safe space for women to come forward and say some shit because you probably know a nigga who's fucking up right now. Mm-hmm. Who's done some shit. Hold that nigga accountable. You know? Yep. yep. But then again, man, like we're progressing as a uh, the country's progressing as it relates to um, intersexual relationships or whatever. Women in the workplace, things are slowly, extremely slowly, but surely getting better. But I can also understand those situations in which women don't come forward. Right. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't come forward, you're probably concerned with what happens if I do say something and HR does what they typically do and fuck up the investigation Mm -hmm. and nothing happens. Now, you got to worry about retaliation. You got to worry about uh, loss of income because somebody can fuck up your job assignment and change things and pretty much ruin your career moving forward. So, it's... I think us even saying that women should come forward, like, it puts us in the place of like, damn, bro. What if the motherfuckers do and, and some shit still gets fucked up? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I mean, come come forward with a not not within the actual confines of your workplace because, like we said, it, it can it can backfire. Yeah, but yeah. there there needs to be a safe space for us to talk about these things and like hold men accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, like, will the EEOC handle some shit like that? I don't know. That's a good question. 
Finish your point. I'm gonna look it up and see. I mean, I, I guess, like you know, I remember one time um, a friend of mine. She told me that something happened in the workplace when she was like, she dated a guy a couple of times, went out two or three times, and he he took a pass to her, and then she felt like it was it was rape, and you know, it was a circumstance to where like, what do you do? So I, you know, me personally, I I'm young. I'm like, well, fuck him up. Let's, Find they can beat his ass, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And uh, but when you when you think about it, what do you do as a grown adult when these things happen to you? When you are already looked like it's, it's like women women are at a disadvantage, but at the same time, <clears throat> it's 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 I don't know. It's a lose lose situation. Who knows exactly? But if you have to find some way to contact. Uh, the correct authorities I would say Let's let's go ahead And do that shit And if you got a man That's not afraid to Kick ass Or uh, pull blicks out To get the shit handled Make sure <laughs> I mean, you Make sure you get it right Yeah I mean But powerful men Protect powerful men We see that Going on at LSU Right now With, with Ed O'Geron no, Just facts. being named mm-hmm. As a defendant In this case And looking at Some of that shit Look Winning the national championship May have been the fucking Seventh horcrux of the world Cause after that <laughs> Everything went. Kobe died. COVID came through. Like all that shit happened right after we won that national championship. And like you look at some of the stuff that LSU is saying, or that the women at LSU, the student women students at LSU are saying, happened. Um, Darius Geis raping that girl, and and Coach O covering up for it, and the other shit that's going on. Like this isn't a a Bill Cosby issue. This is a man issue. This that's is very much a, yeah. a male issue, and it's something that. We have to hold each other accountable. And one of the memes that I've seen, like you saying, Chris, one of the memes that I've been seeing is uh, a lady holding up a sign. Why do I know? Why does every woman I know um, have a sexual assault or rape story? Exactly. And no man I know has a sexual assault or rape story. I don't know any mm-hmm. of my friends who have maybe, and maybe it's just because we haven't talked about it, who have been like. I've done this and and this with this bitch and like we've never talked about that shit. So if if, oh, okay. if if the homies are out there doing that shit, I have no idea. I don't think that they are, but they the numbers say that there are people in our circle in our lives that have done some shit that yeah. we are not aware of and we don't know who they truly are and they have not been caught because of the situations that you were just speaking to DJ you know uh, the backlash and the having to prove and having to go through all of that shit and answer questions and I'm like I look I get it I don't want to answer questions when I'm when I walk into work late I ain't trying to answer no questions when I'm accusing my boss of some exactly. some terrible shit exactly. right and then it's like it's it's twofold now, this is the last thing I want to say about it then we're going to move on to the next topic right because we always talk about you know the uh, the accusee and what they went through. I mean, the accuser, well, no, the accusee, the person who's, you know, lodging the complaint. They went right. through a very fucked up situation. But also, guys, you never hear about those stories. Uh, you never really see them in the headlines after somebody's been accused and they were wrongfully accused mm-hmm. of some shit. All we hear about is the story of what happened. Yeah. Shit can be resolved. Turns out the person was lying. We never hear about it. This like a major it's celebrity. Is. Yeah, like all kind of shit. So it's it's a tricky street, man. Well, if a woman gets in trouble, man gets in trouble in a situation in which you feel like you're being sexually uh, harassed, particularly in the workplace, I think the EOC is a place for you guys to go complain and it's mm-hmm. outside of your traditional workplace. So and guys, remember, I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. Well, HR isn't designed to protect you. 
So you can At try all, you niggas. can you can try to go to HR. HR's job is to protect the company first. So just remember that um as you move forward. That's not to say that your HR department won't do the right thing. I'm just gonna say it's not the default decision. Correct. If you will. Maintaining public image. Exactly. Then also if you guys are going through some domestic situations, make sure you contact the correct people. Brothers, cousins, best friends. Uh, niggas in your neighborhood who really bought that shit get that mm. shit handled but also if it's love in that relationship and she started the argument and she punched you and you just so happened to push her off of you if she calls the police you going to jail mm. yep. so you better scratch the fuck out your face so both of y'all could be sitting in that cell together <laughs> alright next topic alright hold on alright guys moving on to the next topic next topic guys is another one that has the interwebs in a blaze y'all so recently there was this uh this pastor that was preaching a sermon on uh homosexuality and shit and the pastor was like, you know, people are choosing which sins to be angry about, right? Mm-hmm. So you're mad at somebody for being gay, meanwhile you're an adulterer. You know how niggas be getting in their little preaching bags and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And the back and forth that I've been seeing online led me to this this thought, right? People that are deep into the church saying that people that are gay are sinning or living in sin. It makes it seem like it's an active choice that they make to be gay, right? So I want to start the conversation off with saying, do you niggas think that people choose to be gay? Do you think that's an active choice that somebody makes? No, and I think everybody's a little bit gay as well. This nigga here? All right, Christian, what you think? I don't know. Hold on. Oh, that was Christian. Never mind, you could. Uh, I don't know. Do I do I think people are born born gay? Yeah, that's. I think that's a better question. Do you think people are born gay? I'm not. I'm not educated enough to answer that question. Honestly, I mean, I'm just. I mean, but I'm just saying. Like, so, like, I, I listen to like Destiny, who's on, uh, who's on YouTube. He does. I like, like Destiny. I like him a lot. I, I yeah. listen to his discords uh, on Twitch as well. He, I, I listen to him give give some of his talking points, so I can be a little more informed about certain topics. I will say this much: I believe that every person on this planet should have. The equal amount of freedom to live their life however they see fit without any any pushback from society telling them what they should or should not do. I don't mm. give a fuck what you do as long as it doesn't infringe upon my rights and what I feel to be uh, a sense of happiness for my family. You can do as you please. Um, yeah, I, I think I think we focus too much on shit that ain't got nothing to do with us. It's not your business. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's I mean I'm, it's flat out not your business. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all a story. I remember I had a uh, I had a friend, a uh, family friend of mine, and um, you know, you know, and used to work with him at a previous job. Okay. And uh, my my partner at the time felt I was too friendly, friendly with him, mm-hmm. like because he was like a little brother to me. Right. She was like, "Well, he's clearly gay," and I was like, "Well, he hasn't said anything to me." About okay. that shit So I can't take that pre-sense Now if he has Different mannerisms Or certain things That may This is the South There's a lot of niggas Who got that So I, I mean I will be judging Like half these niggas But I don't want to do You know I'm just saying right, but I'm just, saucy motherfuckers. You know it's, it's just Whatever you want to call it But a little A little, <laughs> little, little bit of Dash But mm. I mean it, it doesn't matter Cause it's like 
my relationship with with that person is has nothing to do with his sexual orientation mm-hmm. or what he's attracted Correct. to. Because my relationship to him is that's my friend, that's my bro. I don't care who or what he's fucking. Just don't right. come in fucking uh, uh, a hole in my wall. So <laughs> beyond that shit, ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. So niggas talking about who's sin, who's picking, who's sin. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. I mean, listen, they be having children out of wedlock and shit, and right. I'm pretty sure they be cursing mm-hmm. and doing all sorts of shit in their own home. No one is stop judging other people's actions. But, it's not yours. But I think that's that's where the conversation for me starts, though. When people <laughs> use the phrase, "You uh, you can't compare one sin to another sin." They're all equal in God's eyes. They're all equal in God's eyes, but I don't think. I don't necessarily think because I don't I'm not talking about from the biblical sense of it. I'm talking about like right and wrong shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think being gay is wrong. Like I'm straight as fuck, bro. But I never remember waking up at any point in time during puberty, during my formative years where I was like, you know what? I'm straight. <laughs> that ain't never fucking happened. <laughs> Please tell me in your lives when you woke up, it was like, you know what? I got to make a fucking pivot. I got to decide. <laughs> You called your parents, you called the school, you say, yo, set the gym up, I'm making my commitment today. I am committing <laughs> to, to Team Straits, and then put on your fucking fitted. When did that happen for you guys? When did you, when did you wake up I don't, and make your I don't think anybody is born gay. I don't think anybody's born anything, right? I think you just are. And I think at some point when the chemicals start to combine and your personality starts to come out, mm. it becomes very evident that you were this thing all along, right? Whatever that, whatever you can't that. Call may gays be. things, bro. The fuck I was talking about the special. I was talking about the sexuality, not oh. the. Yeah, not like, <laughs> you were. Damn, like, bro. You were this. Like, it's like the association is not, troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were this. You know, all along, and I don't know. I, I I think that there's science behind it that shows that it's not a choice. I think your example of never choosing to be straight, and that's what I mean. I don't think you're anything. I think you just. Are like you were just that thing. You didn't make a choice. You were you weren't necessarily born that way. It mm. was just it it is. You never thought about it. I think that in order for somebody to be born with something, it needs to be evident. For instance, if you're born with a lazy eye, like you're born with a lazy eye, it is it is what it is. It's, it's just a habit. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Y'all ever seen a baby sucking a pacifier and it's a boy? Like wait. <laughs> No, nigga. No, not really. <laughs> I have never thought <laughs> nah. until, that's, that's, a, that's a stretch, my nigga. Until this moment, I have never thought about the idea of a but gay I mean, baby. Like I've never <laughs> considered the idea of a gay baby. Why did the baby spit on the pacifier before? It put- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, why did your baby do that? It's, it's not my son. <laughs> fuck it, you know what I mean? Hold on, but I want to push back on that. I do believe that people are born straight and people are born gay. And the reason why I say that, we can point to animals, right? They're gay animals in the wild. If that wasn't the case, it would Nigga, be like, what? they're they gay are, animals. They're not gay animals. They're animals that practice homosexuality. I don't, they're Them niggas gay. But they're also straight. No, 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 no. But they're you also have to, like you straight. Have to, no, you got, no, you got to break that shit down. An animal's sole purpose is to procreate and to protect. And if they if they don't have if they don't have the if they don't have the idea in their mind or or the consciousness to to be aware of hey this is a yeah. female and this is a male they just know they're supposed to do that. The difference is with human beings mm-hmm. we know exactly what's going on. But when you talk about yeah. when you talk about sexual freedom or, or identity of being sexually attracted to something, it's very similar to how an animal interacts. You have some very 
primal instincts when we talk about sex. Right. So, like, shit, I don't know how many these females talking about some, oh, you know, let me uh, let me eat your ass. I'm like, no. I mean, we're also one of the only, us and dolphins and, like, gorillas and chimpanzees are, like, the only uh, animals that practice sex for fun just to, like, do it. Uh, but uh, look, I, I just think you are what you are, and it's no one else's business. But you're like, I don't even believe in coming out uh, as a thing. I'm just like, for what? You you are Nick what you commitment are. Commitment day. You you don't remember going into the gym with your straight hands? Yeah, yeah. Nah, you don't remember that. <laughs> I, I don't remember that shit at all. Like I'm like, I don't remember that shit either. But I still believe that motherfuckers is born like, bro. In our younger years, you remember being in like elementary school, and you remember one of the boy kids that was like mad different. Mm-hmm. Like you, you remember that shit. Mm-hmm. And then more often than not, the kid that we saw that was a bit different ended up being gay. Yeah, but like, did you have the transition like from being? Because uh, I know I did. Like, like I, like you know, coming up, you was like, oh, that shit gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you acting funny. You acting like a, you know. So, like when you. When you transition to to a, a more mature way of thinking, and you understand that okay, well, these words and this thought process is hurtful well, to other people, then you know to not do that shit, and then yeah. you grow. But the problem is within, like we talked about before, these things are, are tying along. This is a very misogynistic country. Mm-hmm. We have we have yeah. a very, we have a very specific way of thinking about things. So. If it if I if it diverts from the status quo, the niggas is gone. Like look at Dwayne Wade, son, and how and how everyone actually responded to that shit. Yeah. I felt like he did the perfect thing for yep. his child. Yep. yep, that's his child. Who the yep. fuck am I to tell him what to do? But is it? Do y'all think it's misogyny or is it religion? It's fear. I'll tell you. I'll let y'all in on a little bit because y'all don't know me very 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 well. But my whole life, I have been thought to be gay. My entire life. Because I don't talk about my sexuality, I don't talk about anything. Right. I think y'all have noticed that in my in in spending time with me, right. and I also would never deny those things because it was none of your business either way or the other. Right? This is high school. This is like early college years, and right. I never I never considered being gay as a like um, an insult. Right? right. Like I'll, I'll never forget. I was like 14 years old, and my um, my uncle was getting married at our house. Um, he had just come back from overseas. He had mm-hmm. just bought his brand new fiance home. And he parked in the front of our house and I had to go out there with my mom and get some stuff. And a bunch of boys were across the street. They were like 15 or 16. And we were standing at the, uh, we were standing at the, me and my mom were standing at the end of the driveway getting shit out. And they came outside strictly in front of my mother to call me a faggot. Like strictly in front of my mother to call me a faggot. And I remember looking across the street and saying, I bet none of y'all come over here and say that shit. Bet you none of y'all come over here and say that shit. Mm. And my mom like took me and like brought me back in the house and shit. Mm. And so those same niggas who were calling me faggot around each other were the same ones trying to get me to suck their dick in the locker room. The exact same ones, right? Mm. It's 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 crazy. Like the way that the fear of being gay is in grand in everybody. Now let me clarify. I ain't selling nobody dick in the locker room. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me, let, let me. Wait, that was a hard pivot. Yeah. I was like, Just to move on. 
damn. Yeah, let me let me clarify <laughs> that shit. Sitting in the suspense. Yeah, no, like it, it, <laughs> right. He's gotta clean his It's never it's never gonna happen. But I was cool with like the kids who we knew were getting high school, right? Like mm. I was cool with girls because as we talked about, yeah. I've always had female friends outside of wanting to fuck with people. You know, right. it's just it's always that's always who I've been. And so like niggas see that and think, oh, he must be gay. Like he gotta be gay because he's doing that shit. No, nigga, like I'm just an evolved human. Like I don't. And so when you think about it from that level, that's why I say you just are what you are, right? You just you just are where you are. The niggas who and it's always the niggas who are the most fragile, fragile and yeah. homophobic, quote unquote. Because right. I don't think there's anything as homophobic. I think you're just an asshole, as Morgan Freeman would say, right? Um, it's always them niggas who. Are found out to be having trades in fucking motels off the side of the road. It's always it's always them niggas, and so I, I'm just not convinced that the Bible is a morally superior place to stand on some shit. However, I'm convinced people who do that do that because of their scared, their fear of their own feelings. Personally, to me, like I, you know, you 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 just spoke on something. Um, and I, I think I think the bigger topic here is uh, identifying what is masculinity, mm. and and is it is it like toxic masculinity? Because you know, like I remember I was dating someone, and she told me she told me um, uh, you you aren't as masculine as as I as I thought. She said you have a different sense of masculinity. I was like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change your oil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, so it's like I'm not, I'm not, finna build, I'm change, not, finna, I'm not finna build a house for you at all. Um, um, I'm not a white t-shirt and jeans and beat it, beat mm-hmm. up uh, tennis shoes type of nigga. Mm-hmm. I like, I like going to to museum dates. I like to find a find a nice coffee shop that's not Starbucks or PJs. Mm-hmm. So people who come there, they actually know me. I can smoke a cigar outside. Yeah. I like to take care of my skin. I like to present myself in a particular way. There are certain things that I like that aren't quintessentially the, the, I mean, the, the, the direct stare or, or archetype that some women are used to. So I, I guess, you know, and, and we were talking about this like years ago. You mm-hmm. know, Kanye and Pharrell were seemingly gay to most niggas when they came mm-hmm. out. Yep. And mm-hmm. they changed Pink the way they, they changed they changed the way urban society views themselves. Yeah. Yep. Niggas are wearing clothes that fit them yep. because they came out and said, This is cool. I'm okay. I'm okay mm-hmm. with being me. And that that was one I'll never forget that conversation I had in high school, right before we graduated. I was with the homies. It was like seven or eight of us and we all went around and talked about what we and Kendall was in that room actually. Now that we speak, now I'm thinking of, and we all, we all talked about what we admired about each other. And when they got to me, the one thing they said, and it's always stuck with me, is like, "You cool with being you?" I was like, "Yeah, you're right," because I really don't, I really don't give a fuck. And, you know, at like at like 17, that that's hard to find. But remember how society, Louisiana, excuse me, uh, American society at large lost its mind at the idea of the metrosexual. Y'all remember that? When niggas got like the pedicures and like the going to the spa and shit. I mean, you mean like treating yourself good? Like I don't mm-hmm. like that's how that's how fragile. Some of the things that I've been called gay for like blow my actual mind. Like it actually I'm yeah. like y'all can't have fun? Like y'all can't do nothing? You know, you know, you know what? That's interesting. Like 
like I'm into interior design and shit and I like mm-hmm. I like fashion I like certain like palettes and I like I can probably dress my woman better than she can dress herself <laughs> um no, not, not not my current. My, maybe that's kind of fucked up, but I, I genuinely feel that way. <laughs> but the same, anybody, honestly. But the the point is, that isn't seen as being masculine. So when mm-hmm. I look at like Kanye, I look at Pharrell, I look at ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what women actually are attracted to them? Very confident, mm-hmm. very confident women. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very confident women who have a, a an idea of who they are. Mm-hmm. Now, if you aren't, if you question certain things about you, and you're, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's weird, but I mean, it's kind of off topic, but it's it's kind of kind of coincides. But I mean, who the fuck knows, man? We, we're all we're all probably going to the same place or not, and when we get there, we'll figure it out. Yep. So I mean, there there's so much that can be said um, about this particular topic. I think blackness plays a part in it. A lot of it ha- has roots in slavery, you know, anti anti gayness. Um, buck breaking, isn't that what they called it back in the day? Yeah. Right. I yeah. thought buck breaking was when the 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 the, the fucking slave on a rape the the man. Yeah. yeah, buck breaking. That that's what it goes. That's really what it goes back into. Again, everything that that ails the black community from health and diet to to beliefs can be traced back slavery. to the roots of slavery every single time. But I think everybody actually, I think everybody's a little gay, um, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Everybody. What, what makes you say that though? You watch porn. Uh yes. Do you watch woman on woman porn only? Oddly enough, yes. Really? Okay, maybe I, you may the, be the, the first hundred percent. The sight of balls flopping, <laughs> like that shit is like the worst thing ever. So in certain camera angles, I'll be like, you know what? Where's the chick with just the dildo? Let me but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I can see what you're saying, but yeah. at the same time, like, I'm there, like, I'm there for the woman. Right, but 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 at the I don't same, want her to have that home, much of a good time though. Fuck her. Wait, Nigga, this is for me. This is for me, and for the five minutes of shame I feel when I'm done. Who gives a fuck about? Well, fuck, nigga. Are you, are you using like the largest jar of petroleum jelly, nigga? What the fuck is going on, bro? Fuck, I give a fuck about her being satisfied <laughs> for. I'm really, like, I'm really upset that I asked this question out because it went way left nope. of where I intended. Nope, I don't give a fuck, nigga. This is not about her having a good time. This is about me feeling shame. <laughs> like, wait, wait, like, like you're you're crying in the corner, smelling your fingers, giggling. Like, what the fuck is going on, bro? To, you know, everybody I mean, got that five minutes of shame. Like, I'm fucking disgusted. <laughs> you just turn your phone off and just sit there for a second. So nah, every, let me clean myself off. Everything, nah. everything is a spectrum. So you may be the only nigga who watches 100, percent you know, solo women porn. You only, you only watch. Solo woman, like yeah, your whole life. That's it. That's your it. Whole if I'm life? feeling adventurous, maybe one of them bitches masturbating at work. That's it. Bro, like, what the fuck? No, like, no, like my first got into porn. The whole part of like, and this is what this is what made me say like, I don't believe motherfuckers like. um I don't think it's a choice to be gay or straight or no shit like that because there's certain things within me that just make me say, okay, I respect your ability to do yeah, that or whatever. Straight. That shit just turns me off. So seeing a man's ass thrusting like like so, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, get the fuck off my screen. Bro, but like, no, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how do you focus on that? Like, how is like, like, how do you, like, it's a whole woman naked, titties, pussy wide open. No, it's not. Bro, they be trying to get this nigga his shine and shit like he complained to no, the director beforehand. Like, yo, you yo, like, 
yo, y'all ain't give me my spotlight last time, yo. I need a little more focus on my asshole throbbing while I'm fucking this chick. That's not, I don't know, nigga. No, bro. Unless this nigga gonna strap a GoPro to his forehead so I can feel like I'm there. I don't want to see this shit, bro. But yeah, Dexter, go ahead with your point. My point is, alliterated. Mo- most niggas watch porn that has dudes in it as well. If you were 100% straight, apparently you're 100% straight, you wouldn't do those things, right? Most niggas can look at a guy and be like, oh, it's a good looking guy, right? If you were 100% straight, you wouldn't be able to do those things. It's a spectrum. And really, the question is. And I won't say I won't say that a motherfucker don't look good. I'm the type of nigga, I'm confident in me. I can say a motherfucker dress nice and yeah. some shit like that, but I'm yeah. not going to be like, yo, you're really handsome. But, you know, there's the toxic There's a toxic part of that where it's like, y'all remember we used to call gay for some strange shit, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, nigga look. Oh, this nigga what K-Swiss. He's like, oh, he gay. What? Like, <laughs> what? My guy. So what? I'm a mom could that, To me, that's all. I mean, you understand. I understand it when you're like 16 and 17, you know, 15 years old, because them same niggas were the same niggas like questioning me. Turned out to be yeah, and and were questioning me about shit, right? And the but as you get older, it becomes much less of a great shield as you think it is, right? So if somebody were to tell me today, oh that nigga wear that nigga wear K Swiss, he must be he must got a little fruit in him. The first thing I'm doing is looking at you. Nigga, something you want to talk about? Like, like, is that something you want to talk about? Like, or or niggas who have uh, female friends that they ain't trying to fuck, right? That was the one that used to always get me. Like, you ain't trying to fuck her? No. Why? She's cool. Like, why can't I be? You you gay if you if you friends with a chicken, you ain't trying to fuck her, bro. What? Yeah. So like, that's the, that's mm-hmm. another thing we were talking about. The- so like when when we were talking before, uh, we were saying about you know like being friends with women or having platonic relationships mm-hmm. and how how that can come off a particular way, but I've always been able to prioritize certain women in my life. So like if you know like if we started as friends, nine times out of ten we're gonna we're gonna end up and continue our relationship as just being friends. But um, most most men have an issue with uh, connecting with the opposite sex. Separate from sexual activities You know what I'm saying Like yeah. I, I, rem- I remember a lot of my female friends Like you're the only nigga that didn't try to fuck me mm-hmm. Or like you're like one of two or three niggas That didn't try to fuck me And it's just like It's a lot of bad bitches outside Well and I think It's a lot of bad bitches outside You ain't gotta fuck Yeah everything that moves them. You know what I'm yeah. saying It's a lot of You can fuck on your friends Friends Baby forgive me But I'm just saying You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying right. Like you know You, you can fuck their friends well, bad what, bitches hang out with each other. What really got me when I became when I was like twenty, when I really started getting into working with kids, right? Um, when and I started to have to take like adolescent development courses. That's when I really started to understand a lot of shit. And I think maybe I don't know what happens in white households. It's very possible that these things are talked about in white households, but I know we didn't talk about it in black households. I know I never got the sex talk as a kid from anybody. I figured it all out from like watching porn and shit uh, when I learned what, what porn was. The first porn I actually saw, by the way, just throwing this out here, was R. Kelly, the videotape. Um, that wasn't porn. That was, that I was didn't cruel know, and unusual punishment. I didn't know that at the time, okay? So they back up. They selling that shit at the barbershop. Yeah, dead right. ass, bro. They were selling that shit. Yo, 31st in Cottage Grove. Let eleven year old Dexter um, <laughs> have his have his have his moment. But like when I learned, um, because they at, at the camp I worked at, we had to have a conversation about the older boys working at camp, right? The like mm. 13, 14, 15 year old boys. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a, a white 
community thing because I don't I don't ever remember doing this with my black friends. Like they when they find somebody comfortable with when they're questioning things, mm-hmm. they start to push the envelope and say things and do things to see like where is the boundary for those things. And so like there would be thirteen and fourteen year old boys who would come up to each other or to like counselors and say some shit and I have to be like, hey, if you want to talk about something, we can talk about it. But that's not the appropriate thing to do on some gay shit. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. and so that looks the same every single demographic, right? Every single, from every 13 to 17 year old, it looks exactly the same. The difference is in the white community, you know, my boss pulled us aside and like, hey, this is what your kids are going through. This is how you handle it. This is what you, this is what you do with that. Right. Because you want to make sure that they explore things in a way because they may be trying to figure out who they are and we don't want to suppress that or regress that, right? right. In the black community, the only thing you hear is, Nigga, that's some gay shit. Sit the fuck down. Don't ever let me hear you say that shit again, mm-hmm. right? I do, so, that, I do that shit now. I ain't gonna lie. I do that shit with the kid. I'm, <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just. I'm, I gotta. I gotta be honest. Like, so I, I don't. I don't be like that's gay shit. I'll just be like, yo, stop doing that. No, I don't. I like even with my nephew. Um, this was like two years ago. I gotta pull back though. I just. I. I, I realize like in the yeah. moment. I, like I'll say it. And I'm like, you know what? Old training. It's all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because yeah, yeah. that's, that's how I was raised. Like, you know what I mean. Like my pops and them was. You know, it's, so it's like you know, if, you know, like if I see you know, if I see Shorty, like he, he be like, "Yo, can I have the juice?" And he's like, "I'm like, don't do that." I mean, <laughs> you gotta think about think about this reaction. Two two Christmases ago, I was at my brother's house. I have a nephew. He should be like sixteen or seventeen now, um, and a few other ones who range between like you know eleven and seventeen as well. Mm-hmm. And one of them said something about being gay, and I was like, you know, if you were gay, at least I wouldn't care. Like if you were you, it wouldn't matter to me. Right. And everybody got up and walked away from the table. Everybody got up and walked away from Mm -hmm. the table. By me saying that, hey, if you want to present who you are to the world, I'm still going to love you no matter what that is. Their response to that was to get up and walk away from the table and not talk to me. Like you got to think about how deep of a of a hatred of a person or an action that you got to have for somebody for you to walk away from the table when somebody's saying be who you are and I love you no matter what. That's crazy. People don't tend to want to understand things that they don't get, right? If it goes against their traditional understanding, yeah. especially if their understanding is just overall bullshit, yeah. they're not trying to learn it. And that's something that plagues our community in particular, and why we would celebrate somebody like Bill Cosby being free, mm-hmm. or at least 50 to 60% of us celebrate uh, Bill Cosby being free versus somebody just being gay and just, like, existing. Existing. And that's, and that's I guess that's my ultimate point to kind of wrap this shit up. Like, let motherfuckers be who they are, y'all. Stop yeah. fucking with this. Well, J- Jesus loves you even though you're gay. Shut the fuck up. He doesn't <laughs> like you, nigga. <laughs> he doesn't like your ass and the ways that you got or whatever, man. People are born, in my opinion, and we can get our final uh, takes on this shit. My final take on that shit is I believe motherfuckers is born gay. And mm-hmm. even if they weren't born gay, what the fuck is them doing, doing them hurting you? We don't say shit about Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion and the music industry hypersexualizing women, but as soon as like Lil Nas X do something, this nigga can literally go on camera and sneeze, and everybody going, ah, oh, it's a gay sneeze. Like, <laughs> no, like dog, no. leave them motherfuckers alone. Let I mean, them live their lives. Talk to your kids about being tolerant. Well, not even just being tolerant, but being able to celebrate people who are different from them mm-hmm. because we need different people to make the world work. And I mean, you deny yourself 
so many things, right? Like there's niggas who don't listen to Prince because they think he's gay. First of all, Prince mm-hmm. wasn't Prince would fuck your bitch in a second. Yeah, he, no, a, mad, he yeah. a mad bitch. Yeah. Number two, my guy is Prince. Like you really denying yourself from Prince over some over some homophobic ass. Like I could, I got a picture of Prince in my room. That's how much I love Prince. Like y'all niggas Prince ain't gonna make t-shirt. me. Yeah, y'all niggas ain't gonna make me hate Prince. This but, nigga wore purple rain t-shirt last yeah. night. <laughs> like, y'all niggas tripping. All thing you, he was missing was the pants with the uh with ass, the with the chaps. ass cut out. <laughs> but the reason that I the reason that I don't say you're born you're born straight or you're born gay. I just think you're born as you are, and let it be that because. There's Grace Jones in the world, you know, that were super androgynous. There are very feminine Grace Jones. Yeah, there are very feminine men like Chrisley, um, who is who would would think is gay but has a whole family and like out here being super Christian and, and doesn't seem to be anything different. There's super nigg- there are niggas like um uh, Tyler the Creator who don't come across as gay and are gay as fuck, right? Like and so you that just nigga, but that nigga said he was bi. Yeah. Oh he he's he's retracted to bi now? Yeah, he came mm-hmm. out and said he was bi. Okay. I mean you got niggas like Lil Nas X who steadily moves closer and closer to being like first of all did y'all see that exchange that he had with um somebody on Twitter mm-hmm. where they asked him if he was a top or a bottom no oh that shit was hilarious he said he was a power bottom and then he went on to quote um you ever heard flawless by Beyonce the, mm-hmm. the late, yeah. and they have the spoken word in there he went on to change women to bottoms and everything and quoted it on we're told bottom. We tell bottoms to shrink themselves to be more submissive. To, I thought that shit was hilarious, but I'm also a Nas X fan. So, I was, but that's a digression. I will say that I believe you are born as you are, and it is not your responsibility to anyone, to anyone, to announce that or yeah. not be that. Like, just be who you are and be loved for it, or find some niggas who will fight for you when people disrespectfully. Disrespect you. I mean, I guess, I guess my take is the same thing I had before. Like, just, I mean, let them, let let everybody do what the fuck they want to do. It's their life. Wouldn't it be um, easier? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have an opinion either which way. I would rather just be um, an ally to to everything, mm-hmm. minorities, um, pretty much every everyone that is uh, looked over and judged, misjudged. So. Live your life Do what you want to do I feel like anybody can Anybody can judge Just keep your mouth closed And continue mm. living your life Exactly um, Minding your business is free But as for like The Cardi Like One thing like Niggas ain't speak on The Cardi B situation I think socially It's more acceptable With like women Oh yeah Women are uh, It's like I remember I remember like my, I had an ex of mine Who told me uh, It said like So are you okay with me Like you know Like you know Maybe like Fucking around with a girl from time to time and not tell you. Well, if I tell you, would you be okay with it? And I was like, Is you okay with me fucking a nigga? No, I, <laughs> really? I said no, no. I said fucking a bitch, and she was like, No. She was like, I was, I was like, Why? She was like, Well, she was like, Because that's cheating. I'm like, You would be fucking a bitch. She was like, well, Why can't you just fucking? I'm not, I'm not attracted to niggas. I mm-hmm. want to fuck women. Mm-hmm. So if you could fuck a woman, mm-hmm. we both attracted to the same thing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be an issue But in their eyes It's like Oh it don't mean nothing It don't mean nothing Cause it's a woman It's a woman I'm just like Oh okay cool mm-hmm. It don't mean nothing then. Like you just playing around Right mm-hmm. Yeah it's just another woman it's Just another woman Like cool mm-hmm. I bet But this other woman Suck my dick You okay with that <laughs> Nah mm-hmm. So it's like You need to just go Sit the fuck down somewhere <laughs> You know what I'm saying You need to read a bible and actually, it's equal, right? You fuck a woman, I fuck a woman. That's, right. Knit a that's sweater, equal. bitch. Yeah. That's equal. It's, it's, it's apples to apples. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, you know. But yeah, 
All right, y'all. The next one, we're going to let Christian introduce this one, but it's, it's more or less on the relationship side of things, man. We're going we gonna to talk about trust and transparency. Yeah, so uh, relationship uh, topic. So just talking about um, you know, inner workings of a relationship, what it, what it means to be uh, to be open, to be transparent, and to have to have trust within your relationship within your partner. Um, I guess I guess the question should be, how do you establish trust if if there are pre-existing conditions against you, whether it be on your side or that person? Um, and then secondly, um, how transparent are you? Do you do you tell your significant other I've been with these many partners? Do you tell your significant other that you know um, you've had threesomes in the past, or do you tell your significant other that you know? Are, are there other? Is there anything off topic? Because your partner should know everything. And my my, my disposition is I will tell you the worst about me mm-hmm. and the best, so you can have a full picture. So if you love me, after that I know it's real because I've shown you everything. You know everything. I think the trust piece, like you, you establish or you earn trust in various ways, right? But it mostly depends on the person who wants the trust, right? I refuse to be in relationships with people who I have to work with for trust only because of your past situations. You haven't fully healed from it. You ain't sought out therapy or no shit like that. And I just said this shit before. I yeah. don't have a mender spirit. Nah, you ready, you ready, you ready to work. <laughs> ready to work. If you ready to be in love, I am ready to be in love too. Shout out to being married. That shit is fun. But when I was single, bro, if chicks had like these past situations, I had this, this mindset of niggas ain't shit. Initially, when I was single, like way, way back in the day, right? Like I would say, I can change her. I'm going to show her all dudes aren't the same. I'll get her to trust me. That is a fool's errand. Like I'm not doing that shit because I don't have that spirit to mend. And when you regress back, you're not regressing back on some shit that I did. You're thinking about some shit that your ex did that hurt you that you still ain't Mm -hmm. learned how to let go. Mm -hmm. So that trust shit, it just has to be there. It just has to be there. But it also depends on how you guys acquired each other too, right? You're right. So if I if I met you and You're I was right. in a relationship, you was in a relationship and we was fucking around, right? Naturally, you shouldn't trust each other. You shouldn't be in a relationship with each other, but you shouldn't trust each other, right? Mm-hmm. Could you trust the could you trust somebody that you took somebody from? Yes. You, you could? Mm-hmm. I did. You niggas would trust somebody that you took somebody from. Mm-hmm. Is there some circumstances around this? Yes. Uh, the circumstances are different, and you know what I'm talking about. So, well, not really. You know the person I'm talking about, but I mean, but I mean, what if it's some superficial shit? Like, sure, he's, oh, your dick's just bigger than his. I just love the you. No, for that. because there's always the a no, because there's always gonna be somebody, you know, right? And there's always gonna be somebody it's, who talks it's, it's, a little it's, bit it's better. Always, than us, it's right? always somebody that's tall. There's always somebody who. Who 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 may look better than you is always somebody who may have more money than you. If that's the only thing that keeps you, you know what I'm saying? Like then what's the point of even being in a relationship? But I, elaborate some on that though. So if you took somebody from somebody, I don't mean like they naturally broke up and used the next situation. I mean she was actively in a relationship with somebody and you was on yo Mario, I don't believe his stories, head ass shit. Nah, like I don't do what? That shit. <laughs> talk to me about this shit, niggas. <laughs> nah, I, I would probably be playing D'Angelo in the background, um, smoother my lady. But um I mean shit, I mean, you know, look, listen, I, my my whole thought process is if the relationship is on fire, if the house is on fire, what's one more match? 
So, and it makes sense because huh? I, I mean, look, her foot is always is already out the door. Um, I'm not breaking up a happy home though. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that shit. I'm not trying to break break up some shit and then take you over here with me. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't trust that. Right. But but if the circumstance was all right, she's in a relationship. She's seemingly separated. She's mm-hmm. not. She's not fully invested anymore. And she told this person that. And then if it if I'm helping her transition or lack thereof, I remember I told her flat out like, hey, if you can make it work, make it work. I want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like. So yeah, I could trust it circumstantially though. But it, it's like not across the board. Like 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 if I met her, she was with somebody and we fucked, and then nah, negative. That's a negative. But. Mm-hmm. I'm very particular about who I get in relationships with too. So, so Dexter, what what could you do that? I don't do relationships, so very hard to you do. A weird nigga, how you, bro? You don't cut people off. You don't do relationships. You hate kids. I I, <laughs> the, I, I the am Martian a, manhunter. Yeah, I'm a very I'm a very <laughs> unique person. Um, I'm, but when I am in a relationship, uh, you know, I've been in a few. I'm very very trusting. Uh, so like, but also things don't affect me the way that they affect other people. Um, so again, if I got cheated on, I wouldn't be the most distraught person in the world. But that's because I compartmentalize things, and I I understand that that had very little to do no, with no, me. No, 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 no. But could you take some niggas old lady? Yes, and, trust and make her your old lady and, and trust, trust her. Because I'm not going to be in a relationship with you if I don't trust you. And also, I'm not expelling the energy to not trust you. Right. If that's the case, we can just break up and call this a day. I am not going through all of that. Oh, she said she was gonna be here, but I wanted she really here. I need to go pull up and make sure. Mm-mm, I'm not doing none of that. Nah, I'm I'm good. I'm, but y'all, but y'all don't think in that interim period, right? Like there has to be all breakups require healing. It could have been like a two week fling because we all had flings, right? right. You could have been like one of those fling situations. Even when that yeah. shit is over, you still need to heal because most flings typically happen at the end of a major fuck up that you were in in a previous mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. This motherfucker ain't had no time to heal. They just jumped from one dick to yours. So how can you really like you? You know, it's kind of like a doom situation. You know then, right? what? Not not you know. Nah, See, I've never been in a situation to where she left the relationship and then said. Mm-hmm. uh Shorty put in the two weeks and was like, "All right, I got a new job." No, it was because no, 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 because in the real world it doesn't happen that way. In the real world it happens is you meet them, they're in a relationship. She builds an attachment to you, emotionally and sexually, and mm-hmm. then eventually the original relationship that she had with that other nigga it dwindles away, and so y'all kind of well, y'all kind of transition into something else. If I mean, like, if you that type of nigga like me, because I'm not forcing you to leave that nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to force you to leave that nigga. I want you to make I don't want any woman To make a decision Dependent upon me It needs to be based upon Whether you want to do it or not Because if she's doing it Because if she's doing it for me Eventually she's going to resent me Because she's not doing it Based upon her own wants and Mm -hmm. desires I hate that shit Well I'm in that situation right now And I cut it off actually Speaking of I don't cut niggas off I cut people off all the time (laughs) Um, Met this chick at a Met this chick at a show She was cool You know whatever Uh, Exchange numbers she was like, oh, you know, well, I got a boyfriend. He joined the Navy, and he's so he's he's such a good guy. I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, we don't have to talk. Like, it's whatever. Like, I'm not 
trying to make you make a bad choice or nothing. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, well, you know, I was like, well, I'm not even going to text you. You just text me when you feel like it, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the one to, to ruin this shit for yeah. you. And um, so she started texting me and we went, you know, we went back and forth and she was like, this just feels so bad. I was like, well, don't do it then. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody, mm-hmm. ain't nobody making you text me or do this shit, right? She's like, well, I just don't want to ruin a good thing. And I was like, I don't want to ruin a good thing for you. You know, I could obviously sense that she was trying to like hint at that she was willing to do some other shit. Exactly. But, but what we not going to do is make, make me be the one. Yeah. 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 Like, if, and so. Yeah. If you, you got to make the decision. Exactly. And so like, I just stopped texting her. I was like, well, it seems like you committed to this dude and you don't want to make a bad choice. And I'm not going to be the reason why you fuck something that you really happy over up. So yeah. I'm going to just remove myself from the situation. And she was like, yeah, I think that's a good choice. And so that, it won't even get to that. Well, bitch, why did you give me your number? I was thinking that the whole time. <laughs> like, the it's, whole time. it's like, what the fuck? Y'all remember that movie, uh, I Think I Love My Wife? Yeah. I yeah. just wanted to get some fucking duck. <laughs> like, it's one of them fucking situations. Don't, don't, don't nah, try I think, to get me involved in no shit. Nah, I, I think that she was willing. I mean, her boyfriend's in the Navy and, you know, I've had family in the Navy, which means he's probably either in San Diego, Jacksonville, or overseas, basically, is where the mm-hmm. two big spots in the, in the United States are. Um, or he's, you know, out there in the fucking Suarez Canal doing shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I was, you know, I told her, I was like, I've done two long distance relationships. That shit is not fun. And like, and you gotta be like, Committed really to that invested. Yeah and if you're not Committed to that Then yeah, you don't need To be stringing Yeah you don't need To be stringing <laughs> Nobody along To do that shit And she was like Yeah I know But <laughs> long story short Like I'm not I'm not about to <laughs> Put myself Liquid yeah. damage from Yeah I'm, I'm not about To put myself In that situation Granted her situation Is kind of extreme Because it's long distance I think y'all are talking About more like If somebody is here And available Yeah You know There's a, there's yeah. a difference Between somebody Who needs affection And attention And can't get it Because they're in A committed relationship That's long distance And mm-hmm. somebody who Just sees something Shiny and brand new And is prone to Making poor choices As far as trusting them I mean In the immediate In the immediate Probably probably not But isn't that true for every Like starting relationship The first you know you, Let's just say you date for three months I don't know how long y'all date before you go exclusive But let's just say you date for three months And then you know You get the first couple of months of a relationship And you still figuring each other out In the first two months um, Really after the first two months Because the first two months is honeymoon phase So after you get you know them Two months under your belt Then you start to, to actually be okay with critiquing shit and that's when you start to see if somebody, if you can trust somebody or if it's going to work out. That's that's interesting, though, right? What you just said. people. That, how long do y'all date before you get into a relationship? Circumstantial depends mm-hmm. upon the person. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. if I if I had to be honest, based, just based upon what I deem to be acceptable across every every woman, two months. I go, I go three. I go a month, three if months. that. Nigga fall most, in love. Most yeah, you, of my make, relationships. Yeah, you, make, you make bad decisions with women except for your wife, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I wouldn't have <laughs> made I ain't even argue with you. I, Nigga, know, I made some good. awful decisions. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shit, but I would have to play the lot of all of them. A bunch of scratch offs. No, it's fast. It's hey, fast. But I mean, I don't know, bro. You're right. I probably fall in love, bro. Fairly, fairly, fairly. Oh, fall in love is completely different. I need at least seven to nine months. No, I but like, I'd be knowing that I'm fighting my, but I fight dates, my shit, uh, though. Dates. I fight. I fight my. I the, fight my emotions. Y'all niggas do online research though. They mm-hmm. gotta support your decision for love. I ain't gonna hold y'all niggas. Nah. I did like before me and my wife got together. I did my digging, nigga. I'm like, we had a conversation. Me and Christian <laughs> had a conversation off mic before about body counts. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to know how many people your significant other? 
So yeah, we were talking about like body counts, right? So we talk about body counts and like the importance of is the number important or is it more about the person that they were sexually involved with prior to you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, I did my due diligence. I did my research prior to asking any questions. And so many cat facts. Yeah, yeah, cat facts. But I ain't even ask. I ain't even ask because you know what I'm saying. Once you're you're able to make certain connections, who's making certain comments on the photos? Mm-hmm. Who's liked everything, right? You can see patterns and shit. I have never yeah. done that in my life. Nigga, it's so easy. I have never. I'll teach you, Alpha okay. Mike. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty good. Never. But that's how important is that to y'all? Like the body count? Is, it, nah, is the you, body nah, count you answer, you answer, no, Nigga, tell, tell us what you said. Okay, it's, it's, I think it's important, me, in my opinion. It, the the number doesn't really matter because women can be born again by just moving to another city. If That's your, facts. If your ex fucked a but thousand she ain't, but niggas, but she ain't gonna tell you that shit when she comes to your city. But I'm saying you wouldn't, bro. You ain't you ain't gonna have no beef with a nigga like if your chick fucked a thousand niggas in Houston. It's not no. It's not the number. It's it's the fact that it ain't exclusive. That pussy That's is true. community That's coffee. True. Yeah, that's true. that's true. Let's just be honest. Like you, you exclusivity. We said that. Exclusivity is attractive. a relationship. It's attractive. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I mean, you know what I'm saying. But it's it's kind of hypocritical coming mm-hmm. from a nigga like me because you know I've, I, I have a past. But I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's, it's it's. I mean, it's not socially unacceptable. Like I'm cool with girls who got like mad niggas that they didn't fuck on, but I ain't trying to wife them though. Yeah, because I you know mean, shit, you kind of. And it's gonna sound misogynistic. It's gonna sound sexist, but it's true. It's true. Like when it comes to dudes, you kind of have free reign to do what you want to do. Some women may talk in certain circles, but a lot of the niggas I know that's got like stupid big body counts. Like the old ladies are cool with it, and they also still fucking other bitches too. Hmm. Like in committed relationships, they're married and shit, and they still do what they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got with them typically because of that status of them being a person that attracts dating certain women, and they right. want to be the most popular one. They want to be in that number. But for women, it's different because we associate sex sexistly because we look at it like, yo, we can do it. It's fun, but it can we can turn off emotion. It doesn't have to yep. be attached to anything mm-hmm. like that. But we don't think women can do that. I, I still I, I don't think I don't think the majority of women who say that they can do it are actually doing that. Like quite honestly. Because like I'm not I'm not texting that bitch to see if she got home okay. I'm mm-hmm. not texting her to figure out what's going on in her life. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Bitch Leave, <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't I'm gonna just, send I'm, the Uber, bro. Were well, you gonna check the Uber to make sure it got to its destination and shit? Fuck no. <laughs> Give a fuck if she get robbed before <laughs> she get home. I don't. I don't God care. Damn, nigga. I know, but bro, listen. But listen to me. And maybe, maybe this is why it it it, it doesn't penetrate. Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, listen. I prioritize certain people in my life. Either you get all of me, or you get the bare minimum. And the bare minimum is a four piece with a fry if, and a drink. But and what if they dick. feel the same is way it, about is it, you? Is it dark or white meat though? Maybe maybe she's in no, the it's fucking. Dark meat. Okay, then we good. <laughs> maybe she's that. in the Uber riding home like, yeah, I took that nigga shit. And then she took twenty out your wallet too, and didn't realize that she didn't bust out. So she got a free Uber I mean, ride. You and take, she got I mean, a fucking that's, that's, little that's, Caesars that's for the, the week. That's the chance you take. But she ain't coming to my crib. I'm going to her crib. I'm leaving. I don't. I don't want you knowing what. Nah. 
Hmm. Never that. No, bro. It's I, I have I have a, a template. I shouldn't be saying this shit because she probably. But I'm just saying I had a template when I was out there like that. Never at my crib. You know what I'm saying? That's bring my it. bring bring my own rubbers. Mm. Uh, uh, make make sure I don't make sure I don't text anything too personable. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to give them a like, vibe. How's but your not, day? No, nah, not that shit. I give them a vibe. Not really who I am as a person. Mm. You dig mm. what I'm saying? So they can't say that they know. Christian, no, you know Petey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, niggas can't even look you up on the internet and shit. Nah, like, you don't even know me. You don't know me? Um, I found when I was single the second time, right? Like, after being in a really long-term relationship and shit. <laughs> Once you get to a certain age and shit, women don't care just like you don't care. Hmm. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, they really don't care. Particularly women that got, like, other shit going on in life. But when I was messing with bums, they really, they got attached. They wanted to be a part of the lifestyle and shit. And that's when I had to learn how to separate shit. Well, do, do you feel like if you were actually your, like, well, I always felt like I'm pretty likable. I'm, I, I'm not. I, I can. Both of y'all niggas lying. Yes. I'm, I'm likable. No, you're not. <laughs> I am like, no, to certain, to certain women. The women. I'm yeah, to, I, to women, I would say, yes, nigga, you. Bruh, no I don't, one in I don't our friend like, group is I don't likable. like niggas. I don't, I don't, I'm not befriending a whole bunch of new niggas. But with, with bitches, it's like, you know, I mean, with women, I'm sorry. But with women, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's cool. Like, it's, you know, but like, it's certain women that I attract. And it's certain women that I don't attract. And to those women, those pigeons, oh my God. I don't really care about you. It's okay. Hold on. How the, how the fuck did we get here? Hey, nigga, I don't, the magical I don't, school bus of misogyny just get us right know, here. Just, I was off like three stops ago, so y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what the shit. fuck are we right yeah. now? <laughs> well, it but, started well, getting a little too ethnic around there, so I got off the I got off the bus. Well, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> long story short, though, long story short, I can say, um, what the fuck were we talking about again? Trust, nigga, trust, we, trust, 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 relationship. Trust me, it pays to be transparent. That's really my oh, oh no, bodies. We're talking about bodies, bodies. And, the, and the difference between bodies like men and women and, and shit like that. And I will say, now that I'm back dating again, right? Like juggling three or four at once. The one thing said juggling three or four of them things, mad things. You know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Juicy. Being, the one thing that four. they all appreciate <laughs> is how. Honest and blunt, I am about shit. Like I'll be like, nah, I can't hang out Tuesday. I'm hanging out with somebody else. I'm coming over here to make dinner. Like whatever. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nigga, that is grounds to be blocked. Thank you. But is it though? No, like no, but you don't own me. Remember, I'm like I'm in my 30s now, so I'm I'm fucking with 30 something year olds. And like, oh, thank you for telling me. Like I'm I'm now we don't have to hide the shit. Like I'm going out this day. Good. Like bring me a plate back. Like I ain't mad at you. Nah, I'm possessive. I am. I no, can, no, I never no, could but no, but date you, multiple women who also date multiple. But you're not getting it, bro. You have to. You have to prioritize these females in your life. Mm -hmm. Some of them are. You have to separate the root mm -hmm. from the weed. Do I'm sorry, like you know, what I'm saying, like okay, she, all right, listen, she could be gorgeous, she got good conversation, mm -hmm. but she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. Can't have it. That's a no-go for me. Can't have we it. can still fuck with each other. I still yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. We can still go out, but I'm not cuffing you. No. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you go out with Brad next week. You Different. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just it's just certain things you got you got to put into perspective. So now, what I will do is like there's definitely a ranking system, right? And so if like one that I really like tells me, oh, I can't hang out on Wednesday, and I make plans with another one, 
And then number one come back and is like, hey, my plans yeah, freed yeah, up. My too. plans freed up. You want to? You want to? Yes, gone. I do. Number two, you out. I'm going. I'm yeah, going to it. Gone. Number one. But one, the one thing that's funny is they've gotten to the my time phase, uh, right? Like they don't want me on my phone. It's not like an app. <laughs> they don't want no, me on my time. My yeah, you, my yeah. Time. You, 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 they, I have a five star review. I've been I've been called out a few times because like I've been on my phone when I'm supposed to be with them. Yeah, and they're like. I know you're not talking to somebody else. This is my time. Like you talk to them whenever you want to when it's not my time. I'm like, hey, you, you know, you're right. I'm going to go put my phone on the charger, you know, and, and chill. So it, it, it's weird because I'm usually not like that. I'm very serial monogamous, like one at a time. Talking to y'all niggas do make me realize I am a bit more. Back in my single days, I was a lot more possessive than y'all. I didn't mm-hmm. want my women talking to other people. My women. What do you mean, fucking, my women? That's horrible, yeah, bro. Fucking you know, you didn't own, them, own those bitches. <laughs> <laughs> They're <laughs> my properties. <laughs> but now, man, it's like. I guess the the way that I used to date, I would find something that I really liked about them and focused on that piece. Mm. But then I also had an like like y'all said, the ranking system to where when it was your time with one person, it was like really that and you cut mm-hmm. off everything. Like this had to have been like maybe six, maybe seven years ago. Y'all allegedly. Nah, this is the time frame about six, seven years ago. Right. If it was up, up, fuck it. Whatever it, it is, what it is. So I was um, me and me and my ex was on a break during that time, right? And oh, this those, shit, those are lovely. Yeah, it was, it was, it's it was a joke. It's nah, a joke. It was fucked up. I, I hate. I, I was I, cool I with breaks. it. I was cool with it. Um, but I just didn't believe in breaks. But it was like, fuck it, date other people. That's what's up. I was dating another person, right? And how um, long was the break? The break had them in like a month. It's some other circumstances we won't talk about. But it was you. about a month. It was I about a month's time. So. You know, once once you say, I'm tired of this shit. I don't want to be with you no more. I'm leaving. And she left. And a couple days later, I was back on the internet finding bitches. <laughs> but um, me and this chick started uh, talking. We hit it off. She was real cool people, bro. Like, she was, she was yeah, I found something about her that mm-hmm. I liked. And then, you know, it was time to get back together with the ex. I noticed that my playtime was coming to an end. I didn't know how to end it. Because I was like, man, I really like this one thing about this girl. That's where you fucked up. Yeah, but no, it gets worse. So um, it's getting close, man. Chick about to get back together and all this other shit. And I had to find a way to end it. And this is when I realized that I'm an asshole too. I told her I was taking a promotion for a job because mm. I kind of started to slowly ghost her. Like the the hangout stopped happening, the, the calls stopped being as frequent, the text message stopped being as frequent. And I, uh, I said, I was getting ready to, you know, go on a trip for work. Take a picture of the, uh, I got this old picture of like me looking out of a Bro, window this for too work. too much effort. And I, took, I sent that as, you know, wheels about to take it. She said, yay, have a safe flight. <laughs> and um, I didn't text her anymore. And I called my boy Brandon. I was like, Brandon, tell a girl my flight crashed and I died. <laughs> 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 Bro, but like you, you really went that you really went that far for a female that you I knew. And like in like two to three weeks time. Yes, nigga. I really like that one thing about her. I don't know. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something about her that was like really, really, really cool. And I still wanted to leave some hope because I could have came back as a fucking zombie, nigga. You never know. 
Jesus now he's Jesus there's a lot happening in this right. topic but yeah man that was long story short bro I think I'm not like y'all like y'all know how to no, but, safely so, prioritize y'all didn't have to die in a plane wreck like I well, did and hopefully she don't listen to this now when I get attached I get very attached right oh no, she blocked me from everything really? I think from life like I, I, she can't see too, me like bro. if I walk by her I'm blurred out that's how much of a block I am to her wow I, I so right now this is a little bit off topic but I'm be vulnerable and put it on the podcast and see what y'all niggas say so I dated this girl for like a year last year and I started an email account and I emailed it every time we did something that I really appreciated right mm-hmm. and when we started thinking about getting married like I was gonna like just give her the emails and the last email was gonna be like will you fucking marry me and we broke up in December and I've been thinking about just sending her the account anyway mm-hmm. just to like get it out get of it my, off. get it off and like yeah. move on to the next part of my life that ain't gonna get you closure. You still love her. Nah. I mean, we no, just saw closure. each other. That's closure. We just saw each other to... She bought a house, so I went to go check out the house because mm-hmm. she was, like, looking while we were together. Yeah. Uh, and then... And I'm still pissed about this. I... Mm, still pissed. I am still pissed because I lost out on 500 fucking dollars. Um, her friend, her old roommate, asked me to DJ her wedding. And me and the girl were together when this happened. And oh, so... The, old, the friend wants you to DJ... Her wedding. She asked me. Ex. No, my friend, my fr- my ex's roommate asked me to DJ oh. her wedding while me and my ex were together. Okay. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know, you my you know my girl's best friend. You she gonna be in the wedding. Mm-hmm. I charge you three hundred dollars, right? You know, my usual fee is closer to a thousand, but whatever. I save you some money on your wedding, three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then me and her broke up, and I still had to DJ the wedding, and it was still three hundred dollars. So I was furious that I missed out on eight hundred dollars, <laughs> but um, or five hundred dollars. But we saw each other. At the wedding, it was cool. Like you know, it was cordial. She made me plate because I was at the DJ stand. We went out afterwards with all with everybody. But it was like, yeah, there's nothing here anymore. Like there's just, it's over. Like it was a real realization. It's a really good realization. Um, and so I was, I was in therapy a while back, and I was like, I should really just go ahead and send this to her. Either delete it or send it to her, and and there's, be done with it. I don't believe there's that power such thing in therapy. Is- yeah. yeah, that's probably in therapy, but I also don't believe in closure. Closure is fake, bro. We just looking for an extra conversation, either say something that we didn't have the opportunity to say, or there's still feelings there that you want to explore. No, no, nah. no, like no. Y'all I, believe in real closure? Well, yeah. this is. I think this is where again I differ from a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. I don't stay friends with my exes. Typically, the fuck I don't. I don't talk to them. The reason why. Words. The reason why we're still cool is because we met through. A friend, and so she's on like the outskirts of the friend. Like when I went to uh, that that birthday party for that one year old, mm. she was there because she's a part of the friend group. And so because of that, mm. I have to remain like cordial. And well, she's from Georgia. She was talking about moving back, but since she bought the house here, I came to the realization. I was like, well, this ain't changing. So I might as well just like suck this up and and remain. What's that word for when you're nice to people? Cordial, cordial, cordial. You know, and Friends, yeah. and not be standoffish because the first time. We did. We broke up because we dated before. I was like, no, like I don't, I don't hang out with friends. I don't, I don't want to be friends. Like I don't want none of that. But she was still showing up to like birthday parties and kids' birthday parties and you know shit like that. And I was, I was like, like, what do you do with that? Yeah, like this is weird. Like they wouldn't, like they would have to make seating charts so we didn't sit together. Not that we weren't, that we were arguing or combative with each other. Mm-hmm. Just like it was awkward because my friends know that I don't stay friends with people who I break up with. So they're not going to put me in a position to like have to hold a conversation with this person. So now I'm like, all right, therapy says I need to move on. 
I think this is the last thing for me to like do to yeah. move on. I feel like I've done everything else. So. Are we voting on what to do with the email? Yeah, let's let's take a vote. Let's take. I'm okay. I'm abstaining. I think you should send them. Okay. If you really need to, like emotionally need to. Yeah. If not, throw that archive that shit and trash it. No, why should? Because this thing. So, what's the Don't end game? It. You send them to her and she reads them. Let me give you a scenario, right? Yeah. Let me give you a scenario. Yeah. It's gonna you be send them up. over. She reads them. She get the crying and shit. She short circuit her computer because she all the tears falling from her fucking face. And then she How many calls fucking you. Tears, bro. Oh, Dexter, I miss you so no. much. I want to be together. What you gonna say? <laughs> no, but I also don't. <laughs> Yo, why do you I sound know. like that? Because <laughs> she's still crying and shit. <laughs> she call this nigga mid cry. <laughs> you really mean that? No, real shit though, nigga. There's there is some type of expectation that you have in sending. Those emails, I, Hillary. I genu- nah. first, I genuinely have no expectations. Like it's like they're not mine. Is the thing like it's not? It's not mine. It was always for you. So I'm giving them to you, right? For you to have and do whatever but you want. What with. happens when she says, "Hey, I want to try to make this"? First work. of all, she won't. Second of all, no. I don't think. I don't think it's at that juncture yeah. in the relationship now. So yeah. like, I think. I think you misunderstand. So listen. Mm-hmm. Closure is real. Sometimes you need to to relinquish that to to get over it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I remember when I was going through my my circumstance, and it was like maybe a year and a half afterwards. And because uh, I, I had to get I had to get accustomed to sleeping alone, mm. and then secondly, I had built up a lot of resentment because mm. I felt like I had given a particular person so much energy. And so much time when when they really couldn't do that for themselves mm. or their child. So in turn, when I was able to step up and do what I needed to do, mm. whether it was a requirement or not, because that's not my child and I'm not your husband, mm-hmm. I did it. And if I needed that shit in return and it wasn't given to me, then I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you feel away. So you feel away. So it's, for me to not to fuck up my, my next relationship or to, or to come into that situation with a lot of, a lot of grief and a lot of expectations and resentment for a woman, I had to, I had to get to a space to where I could give all the energy back to her and say, listen, here, this is yours or just don't do it at all. It took time. I, I had to, I had to use a lot of other women's energy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, ergo vagina, but, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, it's just you gotta you gotta relinquish that shit and just take take that shit off of you so you can be a better person and, and not yeah. carry that shit into your next relationship. But I feel like too, some of it's like actually working shit out for yourself, but it's not a lot of symbolism involved in that, right? Like the situation Dexter's bringing up, there's a lot of like symbolic meaning. It's not like he's fucking his way back to the top. It's like, yo, I got this shit that I made for us. Well, for you in particular, mm-hmm. it's for us, but it's for you. And I mean, with the relationship being over, I think if you delete it, it's gone. There's no recovering. Yeah. There's no thinking about it anymore. But if you send it, you now have to deal with another person's or response. You got to deal with the response because I mean, even, there are ways to mitigate that, though. It, there are ways. Why would you still, send something and then block her? Right, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Because it, it's all back to 
it's designed to get a response. Whether the response is silence, because silence is still a response, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that response is, hey, let's meet for coffee and let's talk through a few things. Not talking out the relationship, but let's talk through a few things because that's going to lead to an actual closure conversation. That could be something totally separate from that. But And see, again, there is no warranted response for me. It's just like, hey, well, and actually when I talked about it, I talked to one of my work moms about it before uh, because the way that this happened, very long story short, we broke up. There was no real, in 2018, there was no real closure to it. Like literally, I was just, she was acting weird and I was like, are you okay? And she was like, I don't think I want a boyfriend. And I was like, oh, okay. Like and then, random, oh, yeah. Lord, and of- then I woke up the next morning. I was like, so should I go home? She was like, no, I want you to spend the night. I was like, Okay. Just catapult. Okay. To the next day. Yeah. I was like, okay. And so I woke. I left the next morning, and we didn't speak for a year or something like that, or whatever. And then we ran into each other at this. Um, she ended up getting admitted to this thing, uh, a U lead, uh, like a fellowship that I was recruited to. I didn't actually want to do it. The Urban League reached out to me and were like, hey, will you do this? I was like, I really don't want to. Like, I got to get interviewed and I got to do all this shit. And they're like, no, 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 we know who you are. You you can just do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I showed up to the first one and I looked at the role and her name was the first one on the role. And I looked up at the girl who, the girl who worked at Urban League happened to be a good friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Bianca, no. Tell me no. Just say no. And Bianca just looks at me and goes, no, it's it's her. I was like, oh, shit. And so I ended up speaking to her because it was like a 10-week-long thing. We had to be with each other three hours a night um, and I, or three hours a week. And I walked up to her and I was like, hey, you know, just, just speaking just so it didn't seem like it was contentious, right? Like, right. Let's, not, let's not come into this. You thinking it's standoffish yeah. or whatever. <clears throat> Let me get this shit off. And from there, she actually asked me out to coffee and apologized for the way that she did things. And then she asked me out on a date. And I was like, well, do, do I have to pay for the date? And she goes, it's my understanding that if you ask, you have to pay. I was like, well, you got me because you know I don't turn down free food. So, um, And so <laughs> that's what she said, right? Uh, <laughs> and so uh, we went out and, you know, she took me to dinner and it was cool. You know, it was great. Started hanging out. And then quarantine happened and we started dating right before the actual lockdown happened. And so we dated from like March till March till December. And so I was before all that happened, when she took me out to lunch, before she took me out, uh, my homegirl, my work mom, I told her about it. And I was like, but I still got these emails that like I never gave her and I don't know what to do. Blah, 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 blah. And my work mom was just like, you need to give her those now mm-hmm. so that she understands that you were not playing the first time you were together. And I was like, you know, that's a really good advice. And then I didn't do it. And I wish like, you know, retrospect hindsight's 2020. I wish that I would have given her to him, given them to her then. But now if I delete them, I feel guilty for some reason. I'm like, these aren't mine. These are, I wrote them for you. Like they were supposed to be given to you. Is that what it is? It feels like you're probably playing yourself because you put a lot of time into that shit. You put a lot of effort into that shit. And thought it's like, Imagine working on an entire album, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just say, you know what? Delete. Yeah, can't handle it. Handle it. So, yeah. I mean, now with that being said, I still say send it. 
Send mm. it. It's worth the conversation that's gonna come from receiving those emails. Nigga, now you say send it. Now you come to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, the dark it. side, nigga. What you send trying? To, what you trying to get me to do? He's trying uh. to get you to pull a future move. You get her back. You you tell her. You know you lie and say I still love you. <laughs> Enjoy the loved. And then once she's once she sees <laughs> no. you, all you have on is Gucci flip flops. <laughs> you understand me? And, you know, <laughs> a few voyeurism charges later. Once you get out of jail, ten years from now, wow. Christian has continued. Well, everybody, tune in next week to see if I find the, the balls to actually send them and get the sec- part two of this story. Shit, I'm but scared shit. to see what's going to happen. We, yeah, I want to know. I'm going to call y'all. I'm going to be in the text thread. You dusty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if she doesn't even respond, bro? Uh, that's the response would, I'm looking for, honestly. Like, I would just prefer oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I would just maybe, you maybe, maybe you should preface it by saying I, a response is not needing. I just, nah, I just need you. because I, I hate receiving messages like that. Like, no, nah, but like, no, nah, I, hate those I, I eat that sometimes because it's like, I got to do it. I have to because if, I don't. If I'm the perpetrator of that, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. But I've been on the receiving end of, I hate a text that says a response is not required. And typically your number's blocked anyway. Mm. That'd be the most aggravating this shit ever. Like, what, fucking green message? Come on, yo. Bitch, you use all the time. What did you talk about? <laughs> nah, man. What was, the, what was the next topic? I forgot what we was talking about. Shit. That was it. That was it? That was it. That's the full shit. Thing. That was the whole thing. We are not giving. We, look, guys, we're going to start a Patreon account eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay more to listen to us talk, but we're going to wrap this shit up, B. So I do have one more segment. This is going to be a quick segment, guys. This is mm-hmm. a bop of the week. We used to do a bop of the week on a previous podcast that we did, and I want to bring it back because I feel like we need to share the joy of music with people, man, mm-hmm. particularly new music. Because you know damn well, guys, a lot of the songs that we listen to are referrals. We got great Thanks. taste in music, but it's this always great to get some good shit. So, this is true. Christian, what's the one record you can't get out of your head this week? One record you got on repeat? Uh, Raindrops by uh, Gold Link. Um, uh, shit. Um, some old school shit I've been playing. Uh, some old D'Angelo. The D'Angelo and Raphael Sadiq song. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on How Does It Feel yesterday listening to that shit in the car. Yeah, I bet you were. That shit was great. I bet you were, nigga. <laughs> um, and I, I would think those are, i just been playing a whole bunch of Gold Links on his old shit. Yeah. And um, Burhana, if you guys don't actually uh, check him out, I, I was like in the basement. I was in the basement. Yeah. He likes the, yeah, the new version of Scissor because I don't understand the fuck she be saying either sometimes. I fuck with her. Yeah, she, I, I just don't know if she's using English when she's saying. <laughs> yeah, she's. She, it's like a mix between a Brit and a, a handicap. Yeah, yeah, good days on my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tapped <laughs> out, yeah, tapped out, and then umbed out. <laughs> like, they ain't words, nigga. Placement came in, that shit was bananas. Busting through my homie, though, like cut stands. Uh, they get ready. ready. Fuck, Fuck these niggas, niggas up. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it. Shit, Dexter, what you got, brother? Right now, I'm listening to this one song. It's called by Math Time, Maths Time Joy. It's called The Real Deal. It's a it's a great, great song. Uh, and I've been telling niggas for a year to listen to Giveon. And no one listened. No one has heeded my I fuck advice. With, I fuck with this. And um, his song, a lot of people know him because of that, that Heartbreak Anniversary song that went viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's like the day that I met you, the day I found forever, saying mm-hmm. that I love you with a, with a mm-hmm. weird chick dancing. Yeah. But he's got a song called Stuck on You. 
And Vanish is great too. Vanish is probably my favorite song by his. But he's got a song called Stuck on You mm-hmm. that is a fucking masterpiece. And everyone should go and check that song out. He's got a great voice for like, he could bring ballads back. Up in your room once again. Yeah, like, like, yeah, he's got that. You got the ballad voice. Bad for me. Yeah, he's got that. that if we if we talk in real vocals, he's got what you call fuzzy vocals, like Joshua Leday had um, when <laughs> he was on um, what was that American Idol back in the day uh, mm-hmm. from mid North Louisiana, I think. But he's got that real fuzzy timber. And for anybody who really really doesn't know who he is, he was the guy singing on Chicago Freestyle. Uh, on Drake's album on Drake's, a yeah. couple a couple of years ago, three or four years ago. So check out Giveon, Stuck on You. Check out Real Math, um, Real was it Real Math Deal, Real Deal by mm-hmm. Mad Time Joy. That's what it is. Uh, so check those out, y'all. Y'all already know what the fuck I'm gonna say. I've been Tyler. listening to that Tyler the Creator mm-hmm. album from front to back. It's another great. fucking yeah, masterpiece. It's really, good. It's really good. But the main song I've been listening on is the longest song on the album. It's called Sweet Slash I Thought mm-hmm. You Wanted to Dance. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know what it is about Tyler's um, like change when it came from Scumfuck, Scumfuck Flower Boy mm-hmm. over to Igor to this man, but the pivot has just been amazing. I mean, you can tell like he's really taking music serious, serious. No yeah. But that, that song, bro, it's like, it's the longest song on there, but it's one of the most beautifully written songs. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. I highly recommend if you're having a slow day, not so great day, put on sweet. You'll like that shit. And yo, Igor running out of time. Oh yeah, I, I didn't like Igor at all. Uh, really? But, yeah, it, what? it's way too poppy and produced for me. But I, I still tired to create. He said, he said most of those songs like he wrote for like Justin Bieber because yeah. he's trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. He um, wrote <laughs> he wrote some shit for like <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Yeah, it, it's not it's a polished sound and it's it's not my thing. I tend to like much more. Um, gritty sounding music and darker, deeper music, um, which is why I like, you know, heavy metal. Uh, but shit, I forgot what I was gonna say that quickly. I mean, can it, oh, can we not? Can we talk about what's your name real quick? Y'all niggas got to stop building up NBA young boy. I'm sorry, it's just, he don't deserve it. I don't fuck with him. Yeah, like I'm what from is Chicago. your what is your name? Him. Like that shit was. It sounded like every other young boy I, verse on a Tyler beat. That's it. There was no, there was nothing it, else. I think it was more or less for the name. Like when people heard it, it was like, oh shit, it's NBA Youngboy. It wasn't like, uh, like how Playboy Cardi really made Earthquake go off. Mm. Like when I heard it, it was like NBA Youngboy, I was like, oh shit, a nigga from Baton Rouge. That's what's up. Mm. Mm. They didn't take away from the record. Nah. I ain't gonna lie, he didn't nah. take away from it, but it wasn't nah. this like, like I don't want his fans to move over to to being Tyler's fans. Please stay the, the yo aggressive shoot a nigga in the face ass is over on the other side of the room. I don't, I don't even think that's even his fan base. I, I think mean, it's, it's the white school shooters. I don't know, but I'm mean, I'm not saying the, the man isn't talented. The young man isn't talented. It's just yeah, it's just not. It's just it not ain't my steez. Well, another episode. We got y'all at almost two hours this time. This may be the Fuck. longest pod ever. So shout out to us. Yeah, love y'all niggas. Uh, See y'all whenever we see y'all. The guys, don't forget, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Mm -hmm. That's the most important piece. Keep the word of the podcast around, guys. We also have names for you fans. You guys are namers because you don't have names, just like our podcast. (laughs) Peace, niggas.